go. Record now. Welcome back to the Upstate Music Mind podcast with your hosts, Ryan Stearns and Johnny Keys. Jonathan, we said Jonathan Willeman, I think, the very first episode. And you did. now we just say Johnny Keys. And I mean, I, I think we just got to roll Johnny Keys because that's. That's. I'm good with that. I think eventually we're going to bring up our names and stuff with stories. So, like, people are going to know Jonathan Willeman. But Johnny Keys, I mean, if, if a fan meets you, let's say, when we have fans and stuff. <laughs> If someone meets you out, <laughs> and he's like Johnny Keys, he's not gonna be like yeah. Jonathan Willeman. Yeah, probably yeah, not. Yeah, right? honestly, it's it's cool because like I don't super love my name. Like I think my last name's kind of weird. I don't know. I've always thought that. It's oh always nah, been dude. I've been I, I, if you self confident about. See that I always I, I don't like my name, or I don't no no I mean I don't like not like my name. I, I like my name. I've embraced it of course, but like. I think you can relate to this. It's like someone always misspells it because it's Stearns with an A in the middle, like an ear, because mm-hmm. I hear. But like Williman, I'm sure everybody puts Williams or, you know, yep. Willingham or some shit like that. Right, right. But. And I've got like Willowbond, like. I don't know. To That Nelly song. Digimon. Willowbond. I used to. I think I used to do that to you. Uh, but I mean, no, dude, yours is like, it still sounds cool. It's, and it's like a family name. So not a lot of people have it. Like, so it Williman, yeah. it's, it's like kind of, it's, it audi- audibly sounds cool to me. And in mine, it sounds more like Stearns. Stearns. Like, I'm just like, Stearns. I don't know. It's not as, <laughs> it's not as like, it doesn't have the nice aesthetic. Stern house. <laughs> Stern's house. <laughs> well, Johnny, we have yet again another double dose of, of, of great tunes and great guests for everybody out mm. there. Um, did you awesome. did you want to kind of uh, go over kind of some of the stuff that's been going on with us recently here, like just briefly? I don't know. I don't think you have the numbers necessarily in front of you, but um, oh, I can. I, I actually can get them. Yep, real quick. Um, if, yeah. So you want to pull up the buzzsprout there? Yeah, because yeah, while you I did. Here, yeah, let me you, refresh it. While you pull up that buzzsprout, I, I was I was gonna talk about our uh, some of our numbers. Like on like this is not gonna be an, a, really a brag session here. I just wanna basically I wanna thank everybody for everybody who's tuning in. And some of the stuff is just kind of shocking and in a good way to us. Um, I'm gonna bring up the Dublin thing in just a second, but like. Uh, we've had such a great outpouring and people not just submitting us stuff, but like obviously people tuning in and uh, way more than we kind of would imagine out of the gate. Like remember that second episode we updated people, we had 250 likes and I mean now we're already, it's like three times as many. I think we're, we're approaching seven right now, but uh, the reach on Facebook is, is, is kind of insane because I don't know exactly how they calculate that, but I mean it's, it's well over like 33,000, it's 35,000, over 35,000, so at least 35,000 wow. people have heard of the upstate music mine um now whether they listen to it for a second or at all or whatever is a different story but um you know the streaming numbers and all that we're, we're starting to get used to how to uh kind of categorize these things and, and johnny do you have the buzzsprout uh at least the download numbers up there there's some interesting things yeah so i do the last episode episode um episode four had 133 downloads and that's crazy. That's the first time we got into triple digits. Um, yeah, that's uh, our first. Our first episode had eighty-five, which is a really good start. Right. Um, yeah. No, I mean uh, the <laughs> we we shattered basically our download record, and in in result, I think people also went back and downloaded previous ones. Um, right. And so that that brings me to that uh, Dublin point here. This is 
it's kind of insane, man. I, I don't. I, we were trying to figure out exactly what happened. Uh, last, so last week when we had uh, Sundry Vibes on as the guest, we or I guess that's two weeks ago now. Man, they're flying yeah, it was by. Two weeks ago. Um, you know, I, I assume Sundry Vibes had some like Irish fan base or something. You know, maybe some people who were in Cali or just I don't know were into that specific brand of music, and that's why they tuned in. But um, when you look at the numbers now, man, it's it's like. It's crazy. They they were second place last week, in Dublin, a uh, Dublin, I almost said Ohio, Dublin, Ireland specifically. Uh, but now they are by far the number one city in in the world uh, for our podcast and for this episode specifically. Um, yeah. uh, the numbers are easier to pull up on my phone, but I got them right here. Well, uh, this is a cool stat. So Europe, and I'm guessing you know mostly Dublin, is 25 percent of our downloads. Yeah, like that's total? pretty crazy. It's total. Yeah, yeah total. Cumulative. There's 80, 84 total downloads from Europe. So and, and obviously North North America will be seventy four percent, and we do have a, a small little download in Asia. Well, so kind of random too. It, it's it's cool. Is that, is, that, is, that your, is that your relatives? You know, <laughs> I I haven't exposed them to this Did yet. Did you call your grandma, dude, and tell her to come <laughs> on in and listen to the podcast? Uh, I would never. It, that, you know, the <laughs> the translation of jokes, I don't I don't think will will apply and and be very seamless with them. I think things will get weird really quickly. And, and oh, dude, that reminds me of a story. When I was like sixteen years old, seventeen, um, I visited my dad and uh, up in Ohio, and, he, and my grandparents, you know, were there too. So. Um, I, I remember I got off the plane and now I'm a 17 year old kid. So like I have smoked weed a few times and I think it's cool and funny and all that. Right. So this is like a new thing and you know, I'm being a typical teenager. Anyway, um, basically the first thing my grandma says to me is, Oh man, that uh, long flight. You must've, uh, or, or excuse me. I had a Gamecock Jersey. I think that's what it was. Sorry. And so, so that I should have told the story better, but anyway, I get off the plane and she was like, Oh, I'm surprised you weren't stoned right away. And I was like, what? I was like, I was, and I was like, Oh, like you mean like people threw stones at me because of the team wasn't the team of the uh, area. Like yeah. it took a lot. It took me like 10 <laughs> seconds to realize what the hell I was in shock. I was like, my grandma just said, oh, I'm surprised you weren't stoned when you got here. And I was like, I would have been like, bet we can be. (laughs) And I was like, you know, anyway. uh, So, dad, sorry for that story. I know you're going to tune into this. Um, But, uh, you know, that is pretty funny, that story there. Anyway, and I wasn't actually stoned. That was was a joke. Um, Anyway. So, uh, anyway, uh, let's go back to what I was going to say. I'm sorry. So, yeah, the numbers from the different countries are crazy. India, France, Ireland, Spain, um, just very random kind of outreach, which is awesome. And we have, you know, uh, Virginia and Texas and Colorado and Oregon, Ohio, you know, and it's, it's, it's really cool, man. I mean, I, I didn't realize that the, the reach would get out to all those markets like that. You know? Yeah. Um, Charlotte Super is cool. surprisingly our number like two or three market um i I think basically greenville and charlotte are like right there of course greenville you would think that'd be the number one but i mean it's mauled in greenville spartanburg anderson so they they all count score differently Um, right but like guys seriously i'm gonna tell you the number one and number two cities this last episode okay number one with 48 percent of the total downloads of this episode so 63 is dublin Number two is Charlotte with 10% of the total downloads at 14. So they have almost 50 more downloads 
than the second place city. And we, we're trying to wrap our heads around this. And it's not something to, like a pay for play thing or some weird like um, sketchy like you know e-commerce thing going on. Some sort of fan base out there has Just tuned a, in and liked yeah, it random phenomenon. and told their friends. And, and I got to work on my Irish accent, Johnny. Or maybe I shouldn't. That, that could probably turn them off. I, I won't. Maybe yeah, maybe I mean, they I like my fake British accent because it's just so stupid and terrible. It reminds them of some blokes that they know. Yeah, yeah, I'm just terrible at doing that kind of thing. Can, like have, can you give it? A I try. can't do impersonations or you know accents and stuff. Like I, I, just, I really struggle. All right, Johnny. The next guest, the next spotlight artist, is not just a spotlight artist and a friend of the show. Um, I've known him probably longer than any of the guests that we've had on the show thus far. And by probably, I mean definitely, because we knew each other when we had braces and pimples. That's right. I'm talking middle school, dude. I'm talking 11, 12, 13 years old. Like, the formative years. The most embarrassing and trying at times. Very rarely were people cool in middle school, I I would like to assume. Um, Did you have a great experience in middle school, Johnny? No, I did not. Um, yeah, I, I was just thinking feel, about. No. I was just thinking about that. Like, I don't think I'm actually friends with anybody that I was friends with in middle school. Like, well, I, I mean, I and that's 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 what they say too. You know, they say your friends change and kind of as you go through life until you kind of reach the adult stage where you are who you are, I guess. But mm-hmm. me and you met each other kind of at the perfect time, I guess, at the age of 18. I mean, that's kind of right yeah. there on the on the brink. And <clears throat> unfortunately you know. for me, I, I peaked early. I was like. I did my pimping in sixth grade. That was like, that was <laughs> oh, my So it did go well for you. It, it, it sixth grade it did. Um, well, that's the start of middle school. Uh, well, for us, it was uh, fifth grade was when we started middle school. But yeah, I mean, pretty close Sorry, to the start. Did you go to school in the 1950s? Um, <laughs> I know some schools are like that. I, yeah. That is weird for me. Though, I don't think it's like the... that now there. I think they did change it. But when we were there, fifth grade was middle school. But anyway, yeah, so I kind of peaked early. And then like... You know, I, the Bro. thing that's what sucks is, and for me, my social suicide was being in band. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, it's, unfortunately, that is a uh, very, <laughs> very paralleled. I almost said stereotype, but I mean, I don't know how else to put it. But like, unfortunately, yeah, the, you kind of are lumped into like, oh, a band dork, band nerd, and you mm-hmm. don't have a chance to get out of that if you right. want to pursue band. And you know? then like that fucking movie came out where you know, one time at band camp, like, oh my god. Like funny movie, love so, the movie, but it really, it really fucking hurt us. <laughs> right, like the you, the flute section w- couldn't stay out of the bathroom. Oh, Those God. girls were busy as shit. <laughs> but you know what's funny? It was always the color guard that was like the ones that really sh- got made fun of the most. Cause- oh goodness, flags! <laughs> what you guys are gonna hear is probably at least probably half the interview because there's just too many stories. But there's a couple of really good ones in there that are nice and embarrassing for both of us and everything so uh yeah we we were not cool at that stage in our lives for sure um but anyway let's uh let's go ahead and uh, roll the islander interview out here with mikey carbajal Mikey, what's up, brother? It's Ryan. Yo, how's it going, bro? Good, man. How are you? I'm good, dude. Long time no talk. Dude, I mean, like, it's probably been 15, 20 years, dude. Does that make us assholes or, uh... I think, Old and busy. honestly, just being in our mid-30s, you know, that just makes us assholes because we're, you know, we're, we're reaching that new demographic at 35 uh, this year, and, you know. <laughs> Dude, it's, so, it's so weird to me because it doesn't even feel that long ago. 
I know. Well, I mean, you know, I just wish you listen. It's like if you had listened to, you know, your elders when you were younger, like it just you would have prepped yourself. And uh, but, you know, that's just kind of what we all do. I think it's a rite of passage to be stubborn and learn the hard way. <laughs> it is. This is a real thing. Well, uh, hey, man, look, I, it's I think it's I think it's awesome uh, that. I mean, even in just kind of the class or the the kind of years around when we graduated, there's been so many good musicians to come out of uh, not just Greenville, but like Wade Hampton, man. So um, it's been really cool to see. But uh, before we get into anything, man, I guess I guess just kind of introduce yourself and then, you know, just tell them what you do in the band and, and y'all style and all that, however you'd like to describe it. Yeah, well, um, yeah, so I'm Mikey, uh, singing the band Islander. Um, I've known Ryan for years and years now, and we haven't connected until right now for years and years. He just said 15 or 20, and man, that makes me feel super old. Um, but yeah, we're a rock and roll band that started in Greenville, South Carolina. That's where we uh, honed our skills, and that's our roots, and where we're from, and where we represent. And we've toured all over the place with bands like Corn and Papa Roach and POD, and done the big festivals. And I cannot wait to. Sorry, I cannot wait to get into the POD stuff with you, but yeah, keep going, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Just, uh, you know, we've, we've done all that stuff, and we also, you know, we're still... It's weird, like, people say, like, oh, man, you guys did it, you guys did it. Like, I'm like, well, like, it just depends on what you define making it as, because, like, for me, if I go back and I think about who I was in high school or whatever, if you had told me half the things I've done, I would have been like, wow, like, yeah, there's nothing else to do, but... I think now I'm kind of at the point where it's like all my dreams came true with it. Now I just need to make sure I can keep making money doing it. <laughs> right, right, right. So to, to be able to keep doing it, you know, I have a wife and some little doggies and stuff to support. And so, yeah, it's, it's rad though, man. I'm, I'm thankful to be doing it still. And it's weird because I still consider us a new band, but I realized that we'll officially have been, I'll, or at least me, I'll officially have been an Islander for 10 years coming wow. up this October. So. That's weird. Yeah, man. It, the time does start to fly, man, for sure. But uh, now, so in, in your band, is your uh, is your brother in the band? Is that right? Or yeah, he's uh, he's our keyboard player and uh, vocal backup vocals or second vocals, whatever you want to call him. And um, he he just he officially got in the band, I think, in 2017. But it's weird because for me, he was always in the band. He just wasn't like in pictures and stuff. He was always in the studio hanging out. Um, eventually it just kind of, kind of came to a point where I was like dude like this is ridiculous like he's in the band like let's just put him in the band like, yeah everybody knows who he is he's could you say he was almost on an island <laughs> <laughs> sorry bro he, he was the islander and, uh, he, uh, he did our merch for, for years and drove for us and stuff and and um, he was just always such a huge integral part of the creative process that it just didn't make sense for him not to be in the band. So, man, you know what? Um, so some of my old stomping grounds when I was working downtown, uh, at least uh, after hours would be the old radio room. And I'm sure you've been in there. Um, yeah. I mean, the new one, of course, too. But like back in the old one, man, I mean, that was I have a lot of stories from there. But um, I, I do remember running into your brother one night. And uh, I mean, we were I think we were like 30 minutes into a chat about music and then. Uh, we introduced ourselves finally and then I, I realized when he said his last name I was like wait hold on a second and and then I was like oh my goodness oh you're Mikey's brother okay well, so anyway no that's cool like because I've at least had a conversation or two uh back then in a smoky room um yeah dude that's all yeah I have a lot of memories in that place we we played there so many times oh hell yeah dude that's the thing man it was it was a small place but there was always like a lot of legit people that went through there you know oh absolutely 
Uh, do you guys uh, have anything coming up uh, here soon, or? Not locally, but we have uh, we have some festival dates booked. Let's see, one of them's called Rebel Rock, and the other one's Blue Ridge uh, Rock Festival, or whatever. I okay, I think I saw name. two of those promos on Facebook recently, actually, for both those things. Yeah, yeah. So we're 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 supposed to be doing those in the fall. That's what's uh, that's what's on schedule right now. But we're like in no way, shape, or form do we have any plans of dropping off of them. But it's the kind of thing where because of everything that happened with the pandemic we've almost had two years off at that point by the time we're playing shows again which is super weird for us because we were touring so heavily for like six years straight that yeah we're gonna try our best to make those happen and if for some crazy reason those didn't happen everybody can expect to see us shortly after that we just haven't rehearsed played almost two years um it's like riding a bike for us though we'll be able to just jump right back in we, we have been like riding and recording during that time though so that's cool so we mentioned that on last podcast i think that's something you know something at least positive to come out of it i think some people got to hone in on their craft a little more um for for certain yeah. songs yeah absolutely we um the thing that kind of helped us make it through right now has been twitch uh i know that it's you know a lot of people go in there to stream video games and we've been doing that too but it's been really good for bands like us that really love connecting with our fans and stuff and uh to be able to still have some kind of outlet where they can you know kick it with us to see that we're still living yeah <laughs> besides just besides just you know we can do instagram lives or whatever but i think you know them seeing us either play a little song on on twitch just like real quick like acoustic stuff or if we play video games and hang out with fans i mean kind of lets us all stay sane from yeah, not man. being able to be with our fans so yeah, well I wanna I wanna get into some of these uh, some of the tour stories maybe uh, briefly if we can. But uh, before yeah. let's let's go ahead and take this all the way back. Um, this is gonna be fucking hilarious. Okay, this is a memory I have. Okay, and like it is gonna embarrass both of us. So I just am gonna go ahead and warn you. Um, <laughs> so one time you came over to my house. I mean, and it, I mean we must have been fourteen. I mean, I, I don't think either of us were driving at the point. So your mom, I guess, dropped you off or I something. Like I know where this is going. So, dude, like, all right. So we hung out. Yeah, dude. We. So I, I don't remember all the details, but I just know I pulled all this. I pulled a bunch of random shit out of their fridge that was not alcoholic, but juices and Sprite. And what, what did you say? It was, dude, I remember exactly what it was. Cause I've always found this hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> There was but none. Being, being the middle schoolers that we were, <laughs> we, you know, we heard about our friends or whoever experimenting with that kind of stuff. And I guess, you you know, you don't want to make it through middle school and think like, oh, man, like I must not have experienced the things that they did or whatever. But I, anyways, I remember you poured literally orange juice and Sprite and maybe some cranberry juice or something. <laughs> and we acted like, man, I think I feel something. Oh, my gosh, dude. I know. <laughs> Dude, that is so funny. I'm so glad you remember that. That is something I thought about just randomly throughout the years. And I'm, I've been like, man, I, I, I got to talk to him about that because that is hilarious. Because, I mean, I remember gauging your reaction and then being like, well, I thought this wouldn't work, but I think it's hitting him. And so maybe, actually, yeah, I do feel it. And we just convinced each other that we were drunk. Yep. <laughs> we, were, we, we hadn't drank any alcohol. We were just stupid kids. Man. Hey, you know what, though? <laughs> like the placebo effect or what have you, like it was actually much more deeper, you know. Yeah, dude, maybe. 
it might have opened our minds, bro. That, that could have been the catalyst. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's the age I started playing guitar. Oh my gosh, I think that's what did it. No. All right, guys. So what? Hold on. I do remember that, and I also I remember. You know, that was the time of like AOL Instant Messenger, and <laughs> you know, we all had a girl we liked or whatever. But I remember that you found out that whenever I spoke to girls online or something, I would say like yo what's up and you were like don't say yo what's up to a girl <laughs> you always gotta say hey how's it going oh my god and i was like i remember i always took that from there on and i was like well apparently i can't say yo what's up i don't know it makes sense <laughs> dude that is funny I mean, I'm, I'm married now so it worked i guess well hey i didn't know i would be able to take credit for the marriage too i mean just just tell her she's welcome um i tried to i groomed you from an early age uh, oh my god so hold on so we need to let listeners know like it's two parts oj one part sprite splash of crayon and a, another splash of lime juice i think that is the concoction that will set your musical career off uh and get you married <laughs> no, no alcohol just drink sprite and orange juice you do I remember that i remember i remember eating uh i think it was gogur for the first time oh man that must have been a brand new product too wow makes alcohol out of juice so uh, he clearly can make music with fire <laughs> dude that is so funny okay last story here and, and we'll we'll make sure we leave i mean i think they're all good enough we're gonna leave them but um uh this was i felt so fucking bad for you you might kind of have an ind- indication of the story here but it, 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 it was a talent show during east side week and oh no that's not where i was going oh my gosh all right well let me get this one out real quick uh but so yeah so i mean i went up there it was just an instrumental song but then you went up there and i want to say your brother as well uh and and you had like a backing band or a track or something but your mics went out immediately you just couldn't hear you guys at all and the music was going but you were trying to overcome it and like singing loud and stuff and the mic was just going in and out and and oh my gosh i just felt so bad for you because i mean you know high school it's a bunch of fucking judgy assholes in there and uh it's like that that was so unfair and i oh man i don't so anyway if that was East Side Week, that was the first time I ever performed. I don't remember if the mics went out or what, but they obviously did. But I do remember us being awful and me thinking that we had just taken over the world. Like, in my brain, I was like, this is amazing. I cannot believe that my band has played, like, never performed before or anything. And my brother, he wasn't even in our band. I remember he went up there with me because I was so nervous. Uh-huh. It was just the kind of, it was just kind of funny now because we're in a band together and that was your first one right you said and you don't remember you don't remember mike uh issues 
I don't. I mean, in my head, I guess it was just everything was amazing. You probably had so much. If, if, it, if it did go out, bro, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> No, so the thing I thought you were gonna bring up that you felt bad for me about was when I bleached my hair in sixth grade and walked into the amphitheater and the whole amphitheater bust into laughter. Oh that's, gosh! That's the thing I always remember from middle school. I'm always like, I was the kid that walked in with bleached hair. This is before I even knew about Eminem or anything. I wasn't trying to do that. I was just like, uh, like yep. one of my favorite punk bands did it in XPX, and I was like, I want to look like my career. And, or whatever and he did it so i bleached my hair came to school and let's just say i stayed home from school the next day oh, so. yeah man that is brutal dude all right well that was a lot of nice nice stories from the past here so we're gonna go ahead and get into the point here of uh of the show and get into some good juicy music here um mikey you have two tracks that we're going to talk about uh that uh, are they are they recent releases or are these just kind of some of your heavy hitters or fan favorites? Yeah, we uh, the, re- the recent releases they're gonna be on a record. I don't know when it's coming out exactly, which I hate saying that because our fans are at the point where they've been waiting since 2016 for a new record from us. But long story short, I'm gonna give the shortest version possible. Like one of the biggest labels in the, the world as far as rock and roll. They're called Better Noise now, but they were called 117 at the time. They have like Molly Crew and Five Finger Death Punch, Papa Roach, Blondie, nice. all these people. So they came along and said, hey, we heard your record and uh, we want to buy it off of that label and then we want to put it out. So then they bought that. They, they basically purchased our band off of that label. And instead of just dropping the record, they said, hey, like you guys should jump in the studio and write some more singles and like some more radio not not trying to change us or whatever they just wanted some more singles because they were like look there's some singles on here but if we can get like three or four more like we'll be golden so is that how you think record companies sorry is 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 that is that something you're noticing maybe as a trend that they're they're pushing more bands to get some singles and and more small like eps rather than full albums because of the kind of uh the the immediate success kind of of them yeah i think because like for us as a band we're not even so much worried about the record we just kind of keep thinking about you know like let's just drop another single and like give the fans enough singles to where at the end of the year yeah sure it's, it represents an album but um i just feel like the record game is kind of different now like cars don't even come right. to cd players anymore and yeah, i don't man. know if kids really listen to music the same way that maybe we did growing up so um, whereas I love to sit down with a booklet and read the lyrics and the thanks and all that, it's just a different culture now. And it doesn't mean it's right or wrong; it's just different. And um, right, I just—I uh, mean, maybe I miss some of, some of the way things used to be, and I sound like an old head whenever I say that. But I just—I don't know. I see like it being a better game just to play the single game lately and, and release singles and you know try to promote them on Spotify because Spotify and streaming is really what matters now. And um, that, that's what we've been doing so that there is a record coming um and there's still like actually like two songs that we're still finishing for that record and so our fans have heard us say a million times like oh yeah the record's done well there was a record done but now it's like well we've been sitting on it so long i think it's just as a band even though the fans maybe haven't heard everything and it would be new to them like we still need to be excited about it so we're recording some new stuff that is going to be on the record to kind of mix in so it's weird because used to if a record didn't sound the same sonically 
I would be kind of weirded out, especially thinking about us putting out a record that didn't sound the same sonically. And now I'm just like, I don't really think it matters anymore. Like, let's just put a compilation of songs together on a record because people are going to listen to them as streaming singles anyway. So I don't, right. I don't know. I just don't really think it's the same game it used to be. Which, yeah, and like you said, I mean, it's not necessarily good or bad. There's pros and cons to both. But, like, I mean, I do like the idea of, like, a concept album or, like, you know, something, uh, uh, themes and songs transitioning and making sense and telling a a broad story throughout, kind of. um, So, I mean, but that kind of thing can still be done, of course. I guess you just kind of have the passion to to like that kind of thing. And, you know, the audience will do it. We we did that for our records called Power Under Control. The whole thing from start to finish, we actually wrote each song in order. And the whole album tells a story and even the artwork um, we were super into like the idea of like Stanley Kubrick movies having like hidden meanings and stuff. So we were like, let's let's just put all this different stuff in an album that maybe people will never find, but it'll always be there. And maybe years after we're, I don't even know, maybe dead and gone, people people would look back at this album and be like, dude, I think this might be what it was really about. Oh, okay, I that's cool. That it was fun for me as an artist, but I've seen kind of how like the generation is now maybe maybe they don't really want to dig like that because i remember when we would have certain songs come out i was like well it goes with this and it goes with the story and people are just like dude i don't care there's still an audience for that but i just i just think that it just depends on who you're trying to reach and for us you know we're we're still like are in that market of you know playing for it's funny i don't want to call them younger people because it makes me sound super old but (laughs) yeah i mean we're still we're still in that rock and roll world like where we're trying to, you know, play for younger people. I still stage dive and all that stuff, so. How many more years of stage dive do you, you think you got left? 20? <laughs> Dude, I, I hope. I, I hope, hope at least, lot. right? <laughs> I'm sure everybody hopes a lot. Hey, you know, right? I, I think a new tactic is you make our you make our secret concoction before you go on stage, and then, like, I mean, it's going to be the show of your fucking life. Yeah, I hope it. So, <laughs> like, I don't know how many more years, but I, I could definitely say that I hope it's a lot. Well, I mean, I guess you could say, what do you got to lose? But uh, it, it, uh, it, that is at least one of the names <laughs> of one of the songs here. So uh, we're going to go ahead and, and play that track for you. It's, uh, it's entitled, What Do You Got to Lose? Mikey, do you want to say anything about it? Yeah, um, this song is a song of hope. Um, it's a plea for anybody that's thinking about suicide um, to stick with us and s- still keep waking up and opening your eyes every day because... Um, even if you don't feel like it right now, just know you're loved. Um, and there's a beautiful God that loves you, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, that's what this song's about. Awesome. Don't fear tomorrow, just face it. What do you gotta lose? What do you gotta lose? You can't escape the truth. down all alone sleepless nights and no love on my phone all of a sudden it's all coming back i got that feeling i'm under attack can't find my way help me get back tell me where do i
All right, and so the next track we're going to play from Islander is called The Outsider. My old band had, had a track called Outsider. Uh, very different. But uh, anyway, uh, Mikey, do you want to introduce this track? Yeah, this is a this is a fun one. This is a, The music video has to do with like this alien girl coming to Earth and realizing that everything's kind of crazy here, and she ends up leaving because she doesn't want to be part of all the stuff, all the garbage going on on our planet. But um, yeah, the song's just about how... A lot of times, even in the music industry, I've felt kind of like an outsider. Um, because when I got into rock and roll, it was the kind of thing where maybe I didn't feel like I fit in everywhere at school or whatever. And um, There was a subculture of, of people that, you know, didn't just judge and whatever. And I don't know. I just feel like even within rock and roll, though, I've, I've discovered that there's a lot of cliques and whatnot. And I just want people to know that, you know, no matter who you are, what you believe in, that Islander loves you. And... Um, yeah, you might be an outsider, but I don't think it's such a bad thing. Nice, man. That's a good, that's a damn good description. I, I don't even, see, I started stumbling there because I wasn't expecting all that, so that's awesome. <laughs> Lately, I've been feeling these mixed emotions. Something tells me, tells me that I'm still broken. I got nothing to prove. Just speaking the truth I'm here to tell you I can't fake it I can't change who I am Those in my code, what should I do? I don't know where we're going. Sick of my tune, feeling the weight of the moon. Gravity pulling. I see the sunlight is fading. On all these dreams that I'm chasing. I'm so tired of waiting. So tired of waiting. I got nothing to prove. Just speaking the truth. I'm here to tell you I can't fake it. I can't change who I am. Yeah, it's too 
is there uh is there anything else uh you kind of wanted to talk about i i do want to before you get to that i'm sorry i'm such a dick uh uh so mikey man back in the day man he used to always say how he knew pod or knew uh one of the members at least and um i mean you know uh obviously judgmental shitheads in high school didn't believe a damn word um i i knew you were telling the truth but like again i was half drunk off orange sprite and shit so you can't <laughs> take me seriously so anyway um why don't you tell why don't you tell everybody the the real details there and 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 all those you know all those generals from fucking so 2000 that's what i was gonna say that's the, this is the thing i didn't want to miss because just so you know so ryan ryan remembers a time when you know we were in middle school and high school and i was obsessed with the band pod and um they really changed my life they uh people know I mean our fans know and stuff I've talked to them about you know where we came from and what, what influenced us and whatnot. Um, I know just speaking for me at that time in my life they kind of spoke to whatever it was that my adolescent self needed you know adolescence is hard um, I felt like there was a band that kind of represented whatever it was I was feeling at the time and uh, P.O.D. Uh, I think a lot of people knew me as like that POD kid, you know, I had the t-shirts and like I would go to the shows and anytime I would go to the shows, you know, it was, it was always the kind of thing where they remembered my name and they remembered who I was and we kicked it or we went out to eat or whatever. And over the years we always stayed in contact. Well, um, I think one of the coolest things and one of the coolest stories is, you know, I, I don't ever want to be the person that's like, Oh, I'm a rock star. So like, I can't, you know, talk about the way things used to be or whatever. I, I don't ever want to be a rock star. I, I want to be the the middle school kid in my mind that is so stoked that they get to play with their favorite band or whatever. But oh, yeah. yeah, we've toured we've toured with POD like three or four times now. I want to say four, maybe it might have been five, dude. I don't even know. But like, those are some of our best friends in the industry, and um, we've done songs with Sonny, the singer of POD. It's just crazy if if you knew me at the time like that Ryan is talking about here, you would know how trippy it is to see somebody's dreams kind of come to fruition. And uh, oh yeah, man, I, I've gotten to know and become friends with the people that I looked up to. Um, and thankfully, you know, none of those people, you know, made me feel like they were super lame once I actually met them and, and kind of got to know them like on a real basis. Like I've become friends with the wrestler Sting and, um, He's in one of our music videos, actually, for a song called Crazy Crazy World, but uh, oh, really? he's always like a super big hero to me, and uh, we're good friends now, and I just see him as, you know, my friend Steve, and I mean, yeah, it's Sting, but his real name's Steve, but, and then P.O.D., it's just, those are my brothers, and uh, I don't know, I always joke around with them, and I'm like, dude, like, it's, it's funny, because I know that they're the same guys that I was a fan of when I was growing up, but it's hard for me to connect that little boy that was obsessed with this music became friends with, <laughs> you know, all these people. Right. Well, I mean, you, you humanized them or, you know, you, you, they're actual real people and, and personalities yeah. and you've had, you know, memories and, and conversations and experiences with these people. So like, it's not like just a, like a idealistic figure, you know, it's, he's now a human yeah. being in your life. So that's, I mean, I'll tell you, man, I, I've seen uh, the success you guys have had and <clears throat> excuse me and all the, uh, big things you guys have done and accomplished and, and when I first heard you guys were playing with them I was like I, he fucking did it man I, and I was just like I'm so happy for him and I, like 
appreciate it. You know, that it's it's really amazing story, man. I mean, honestly, y'all should do some sort of little documentary or something or you know. Yeah, we it's funny you say that. This is the first place I'm ever gonna say this to, but uh, we're actually doing a documentary right now with uh Kind Punk film. They're the ones that have shot most of our music videos, but uh, the owner just hit me up the other day and he said, Hey, uh, he said he would like to put a documentary together of us because our story goes a little crazier than I think people know. And um, yeah, I, I think we're going to do a documentary and wow. either have it released this fall or early next year. So <clears throat> well, everybody can be looking for that. That's awesome. It's like I almost planned that shit. Um, yeah, it is. Like you planned to promote it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that's funny. Well, uh, that's exciting. If you hey, feel don't like forget it. hey real quick I just want to say I didn't forget how much you love Goo Goo Dolls either. So hey, yes, sir. That's what I was going to say. It's like you basically did what I wanted to do with Johnny Re- I mean, Johnny Johnny Resnick, man. If you ever hear this, bro, you have no idea how much <laughs> I look up to you. Yeah. Do you remember the uh there was a contest from like Much Music USA. I think it was a channel briefly. Yeah. And then I got like third place. I they like I had a phone interview and everything. Like I got so close. And it was called Class Dismissed. They were going to come to Wade Hampton and give us a private concert. And I almost won that shit. That would have been the way I met the motherfucker. (laughs) That would have been insane. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well. Dude, if we, if somehow. Those guys are still playing. That's so crazy. Sorry. If I ever come in contact with them in any way, shape, or form. I'm going to do everything I can to at least get that dude on FaceTime with you. Oh, my gosh. That would... Uh. Dude, I've, I've tried to do that. Like, there's been times where we've shared green rooms right next to, like, Weezer and bands like that. And wow. I remember anytime I'm like, I'll think of, like, certain friends of mine, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've got to, like, get this person, like, a, like an autograph or, like, a call, <laughs> call or something. It's like... So I'm always like that that excited little kid running to people's green rooms like dude my friend loves you do you mind <laughs> dude that's awesome man oh hey you know speaking of childhood before i let you go here uh <clears throat> so at the bar i work at local q now i bartend out there that's the best bar i've ever worked at uh by far i'm not just saying that um but uh i was talking about music with some guy who was like a businessman from out of town and it was like a busy night so it was just a completely random conversation but it was the most in-depth conversation about like my music i've had aside from the podcast and stuff like in in months and it's just so weird because he said he was important in entertainment and he didn't tell me his real name but at the end we exchanged information uh and when i looked him up it his name was austin st john does that ring a bell bro the red ranger yes man yes serve the red ranger i mean yeah i mean i had no idea the entire night because like he was just like he doesn't look the same i'm not gonna lie but i mean it's obvious now when i see his face you can definitely tell but it was so weird he put his earbuds the first podcast is is entitled our ears made out and that's because it's a line of what i say in the first show because i'm telling the story and like the dude put his earbuds like right off of his head onto mine and was like listen to this tell me if you recognize it and it was it was uh the song the opera song at the end of step brothers and he, he basically said he helped discover him or helped link that to the movie or something and that was the only like reference he gave me into this entertainment world so i had the red ranger that's the last thing i saw coming so um but anyway man it was it's it was just fucking hilarious that <laughs> like yes. you never know who you're gonna talk to i love austin st john bro i mean he was the original og like the leader of the yeah. original <laughs> he was all of our favorites yeah and man him and tommy bro those are the two. Oh yeah i know so so guys yeah. you might be talking to a guy at a bar and he might be the green or white ranger tommy i mean you just don't know 
Uh, yeah, you do. You, you don't know. We all grew up and look different, so. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Well, hey, dude, I had a great time catching up with you. Um, yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome to be able to do this, man. I, 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 I knew I missed you, but it's, it's always hard to go and reconnect with people that you haven't spoken to in years. Well, and, you know, it's, it's like sometimes, it's like sometimes, like, you almost need something as an excuse to reach out to somebody. It's like, it's not that I wouldn't enjoy t- talking to you, of course, but, like, I, I compare it to, like, the fantasy football league I'm in with my buddies from high school, like, some of the guys yeah. from high school and college. It's like, some of them live in California or Texas or something. And like, that's a way that we kind of stay in constant communication. Like, Hey man, I'm going to kick your ass this week in fantasy. Anyway, I know that's kind of a weird comparison, but like, I, I'm just so happy to be able to do this. And I mean, we should, we should keep in touch, man, at least more often than 15, 20 years. Like that's ridiculous. We have, we have all those amazing, uh, memories from our Dude, adolescence. I mean, that's a bro. Dude, next time we get together, man, orange juice is bright, man. Oh all yeah. Right. Might even throw in a little vodka in that thing. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, again, man, I had a great time. You guys check out Islanders uh, singles that we were promoting here tonight for you. Um, there, you said on Spotify is your primary uh, distribution, right? Yeah, Spotify. It's all on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, any anywhere you find music on streaming, it's it's there. And you guys have like two hundred and seventy something thousand followers on there. How many do you have now? Dude, I, I have no idea. It, I looked it up, man. It was a bunch. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're hoping it, you know, keeps going up. So we're gonna keep doing our best. But at the end of the day, we just do it because we love it. So. And that's why you're successful. So, um, all right, buddy. Well, I'm gonna let you go. Had a great time, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'll talk to you soon, man. We, we definitely will keep in touch. Dude, thanks for having me on the show, bro. I'm honored. And love you, dude. Love you too, man. Have a good one. All right, peace. All right, man. That was uh that was a f- excellent call. I I just said sexlet. <laughs> uh, I was gonna go super and then excellent and uh, I well I think sexlet is that's a damn good word. Uh, we're gonna have to reuse that uh, again. Anyway, uh, great interview there with Mikey Carbajal of Islander. Those guys have a great sound and, and I- yep, sexlet indeed. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> that's a great word though, dude. Dude, you should yeah you should copyright it. Oh my gosh. Sexlet. Once we get shirts and stuff, Johnny and I were actually brainstorming ideas because in the in the future, hopefully near future, we're gonna have a little bit of merch and stuff available. But that would be cool. I mean, I don't know if people would wear that around as much. But. Oh yeah, we could have. Uh, so yeah, I was gonna actually say when we were talking earlier, we should like kind of start branding ourselves as Umpod. I mean, yeah, that's a cool like you know thing. So yeah, so I mean, everybody knows by now. I would think that Upstate Music Mine. Um, is UMM and, and our Facebook is Umpod or Venmo is Umpod which is something that we're going to kind of throw out there occasionally to you guys like uh, you know the Umpod is basically I think something that's easy catchy and we're going to kind of we're going to kind of use that as uh, our, our label yeah and, we'll uh, start making uh, making some t-shirts maybe some stickers or something you know yep yep and the uh, website some, some is uh, I guess this is the good time to announce this uh we're officially uh, launching the website as of the release of this podcast, and that is umpod.com. That's U-M-M-P-O-D.com. It is a it, Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> it is a excellent name, and Jonathan had the right idea because we were debating between names, and I think that's just... Even if you forget, the beauty of the name is if you forget, um, um oh, pod, you remember. Pod, what? Um, you know, pod, it's a podcast. What, what? Yeah. yeah. You just go, um, oh, yeah. So... The, uh, the next guest, which is a good segue, I, I believe, um, is Wes Gilliam of Radio Room. 
and uh, Radio Room's another great venue in the area. They've been booking really good acts and stuff, and uh, you know, I, before you know, I'm not gonna do it, or I, I, I'm not gonna steal the thunder from Wes, I guess. So we'll let him kind of relay all that stuff for you guys. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, we should also mention the uh, comedy night on Wednesdays over there. They're doing the open mic comedy, and you know, me and Johnny normally are busy on Wednesdays, but sometime we should try to make it out there, man. Yeah, for sure. I would love to. I've, I haven't been to a comedy show in a long time, so it'd be definitely a different thing to do. Uh, you, you're on a comedy show every time you talk to me, brother. <laughs> it's not good comedy. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah. it makes me laugh. So you get a couple forced laughs there. Yeah, yeah. But you return fire appropriately. Speaking of return fire, this reminds me. Yeah, kids are going kids at it. shouting again. Boy, that looks like ice cream's coming. All right, well, let's uh, let's dial on the radio here, radio room. What's up, man? Hey, Wes, how you doing, buddy? Good, good. This is Ryan Stearns from Upstate Music Mine. Uh, Jonathan can't join us today, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and get you guys in. Uh, I, I was telling everybody we wanted to kind of get you guys in at the same time as uh, Islander because those guys brought you up on their uh, on their interview and a lot of great memories playing at the old radio room and kind of getting their start through you guys. So. I don't know those guys. They keep on saying they know me. But... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, those are... <laughs> Man, you're uh, you're gonna really enjoy that interview because me and him go back. Um, we, you and Mikey. Yeah, we. I mean, we knew each other in middle school. Um, so the horror stories of middle school are always interesting and, and hilarious and embarrassing. But like, you know, we have a couple together. And and uh, anyway, I won't spoil it. But yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to check that one out. So when is this air? Um, so every Monday, and uh, this this episode is gonna be the 31st. So the weekend show dates, I'm so like, what Thursday, Friday, Saturdays are. <laughs> well, the reason why I bring it up is uh, I talked to Mikey today, actually myself. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, uh, I think I told everybody by this time, but he's moving back. Awesome. His, uh, his wife's got a job offer today, uh, like an hour before I called him, and uh, we're gonna get a job back or the same school in Spartanburg, the deaf and blind. So they're moving back this summer. Oh. Oh, okay, awesome. I mean, he he didn't bring that up, so. Uh, I mean, he just found out today, so yeah. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Okay, all right. That's that's great, man. Well then, yeah. uh, yeah, because I mean, I had such a great time. I texted him afterwards, and I was like, man, that was the best interview I think I've ever done, man. And it was just such a such a good time catching up with him, and uh, I'll at least probably be able to run into him a little bit more frequently here. And can't really say anything until things, but uh, they'll probably be back in September. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, well, that is awesome, man. Well, good thing, man. I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. It's kind of funny, all the timing of some of these things. Speaking of timing, uh, since we have the dates now here, I think this is correct. Like we said, the 24th uh, uh, episode had uh, Jacob Johnson. And, um, you know, that, that guy's a crazy talent. But, uh, yeah, you guys are going to be synced up, and that's I'm glad that it's working out that way. I'm glad we try to, try to plan it out, and then nature took its course here and finished the job. So... <laughs> Um, That's funny, yeah, because I feel like me and Mikey have just kind of came up about the same time, and we had to kind of watch each other grow, which has been really cool. Really oh, okay. Rewarding. So you guys go back a little bit, too. We probably go back at least eight or nine years. Yeah. I actually lived with his brother for a while. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Chris. Yep, and then that's one of the stories we kind of bring up too, man, because I, I uh, met him at the old radio room, and that's, uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, full circle, man, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a small world, it's a, 
well it was a small town but not as much anymore which is exciting um so yeah, I bought my house when I did. <laughs> what was that glad about my house when i did <laughs> yeah i mean uh <clears throat> i've been in greenville for i guess about 25 years now and it's i mean it's worlds different and i'm just glad that like the music scene we, we're starting to see a kind of a, a a surge here and uh so that's that's kind of why we're doing this podcast too man help help add to that that's rad yeah i'm feeling really good about it right now i'm feeling like really optimistic about everything I, that's the vibe that I get from generally most everybody in the business, and it's it's, it's exciting, man. Like, let's keep that positive energy going, you know. Um, so now, did you want to talk about any uh, about the UMAs there, the Upstate Music Awards? Because I didn't have the pleasure of going, but I've I've seen a lot of posts from a lot of people about it. Yeah, our socials kind of lit up. It's kind of crazy to watch. Yeah, um, we just finished the uh, second annual Upstate Music Awards. Uh, first one was March eighth last year, the week before the pandemic. Oh wow! We were going to do it March again this year, but still pandemic, so we pushed it back to May. Um, so yeah, it's cool. I mean, we do it at Zen downtown these past two years. Um, you know, we do all kinds of stuff from you know, um, best album, best EP, um, best studio producer. Try to really cover all the facets of it. And, like, it's not really geared towards like best music venue or anything like that it's more about like celebration of the individual individuals themselves that's good but it's not like best venue or best studio or that kind of thing it's like who's the best live music photographer you know that, that oh, okay yeah 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 awesome so, so yeah it's cool man it's just a big party uh i think i had fun it's kind of a blur well that's yeah hey man if you think you had fun your friends tell you had fun then you probably did uh yeah i definitely went a little ham at the bar afterwards so yeah did you have, take any jaeger shots with uh, mikey frazier there no i did not i'm not much of a uh, shot guy as i get older he's he's a convincing guy man he'll, he'll talk to you and there's a lot of stuff there i don't think i had time man i was just like we were kind of busy putting out fires everywhere kind of looking past people after a while you know oh right yeah so um i don't know if you wanted to touch on the direction of radio room has headed or where it's going and Maybe some of the highlights that you've had over the recent years. Oh, man, there's too many highlights to, uh, you know, we've done it for like 10 years, so there's too many highlights to really reel off without getting boring. But uh, <laughs> I will say that, I don't know, I kind of felt like, you know, Humble Beginnings is definitely very apropos. You know, our old building, for anybody that doesn't know, was 2,200 square foot total. You only saw like 1,700 square foot of it with eight foot ceilings, no windows shitty carpet <laughs> it was uh, the quote I always use is uh, the woman uh, Christina from Hudson K she called it a rock and roll bomb shelter <laughs> I like that name too yeah it's like oh that's exactly what it looks like yes <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I think you know I think for the first few months when we transitioned over we didn't miss a day like the old radio room was still open and then just one day we opened up at the new place <laughs> Right, yeah. So, um, I don't know, I think it's still a continuation of all the same exact things. Um, same vibe, same kind of DIY mentality. But uh, I will say, I think probably the first month or two, we may have gotten an artist that, like, was a little bit above us, and they're like, you just kind of see our DIYness still, because we weren't quite where we needed to be, I guess. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I just remember I was seeing, like, I think we had Robert Ellis. And I, I could just tell from, like, his vibe, he was like, these guys are still figuring it out. I was like, yes, we are st- 
still figuring it out. <laughs> right. Was he nice about it? I mean, was he? Oh, he was super nice. Like, yeah. He was really chill. He is way different than like you would see on, him on stage because on stage is like he's gorgeous, heart wrenching ballads and stuff. And uh, you know, off stage he's just like fuck, fuck, shit, shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like our first attempt at like a seated show ever, which was something we had never really done. So maybe it's been me imagining things, but definitely it was outside of our comfort zone. How many seats did you have in there? I remember, man. Like, I mean, it was just probably three weeks after we opened up and whatever seats we had in the house. Yeah. I mean, like, luckily we actually have done so many seated shows now that I have like 50 or 60 in the closet that I do pull out whenever real handy during the pandemic for all those potted shows yeah yeah i pulled out a lot of crazy stuff out of the closet during the pandemic man uh well uh damn it that it always sounds wrong whatever uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh people should be used to it now by the time i mean this is going to be the uh the, this is the fifth episode here so they should definitely be used to it by now um but yeah so uh <clears throat> the week that we're promoting here for you guys or that the episode's going to be on at least uh this airs the 31st so i mean if you have uh kind of your calendar there through the i guess the 7th or i mean obviously expand it beyond that because we're going to talk about all your, you guys's future shows anyway during our uh, calendar segment but um is there anything coming up here in the next week or a couple weeks that you're um excited yeah, about honestly, or you want to promote i don't want to do service to, to any particular shows Right. I'll just say that like this summer in general is like local banger summer. I mean, it is just because all the national touring acts didn't really come back till September-ish. Right. But somehow I was able, really like, and uh, hashtag blessed to have some really cool local talent here and like and like regional stuff with like connections to the area where you know we just had Daddy's Beamer sell out on Thursday, which is crazy. And then they're like coming back and hopping on that uh, Crybaby show on June fourth. Though they have, they have, all those guys have ties to Greenville also. Nice. Yeah, like, you know, like the Max Good show this weekend with the the Grateful that Polly's putting on, and then Shylin Flowers this summer, another hip hop show with all kinds of local talent. Then you have Curfew and Beckett who are just homies and great indie rock. Nice. So I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't want to do service to anybody. I definitely had to mention some names, but right, right, right. I don't know. Our calendar is just I'm really, really happy with it right now. Well, yeah, and I probably need to find a better way to ask that question because I think I asked something similar to, to Mike Frazier and he was like, you know, oh, there's just, there's too many talented musicians in the area to, to pick one or two. So uh, you guys have a full lineup all the time. Um, like I said, we promote all your shows. And then actually someone reached out to us because um, I, I bring up like comedy at least briefly every, every show because I, I, I just like that art form and I obviously am a goofy asshole normally on the show and in real life so um and you guys do uh wednesday comedy right up my yeah up in my comedy yeah starting to get taken away maybe like one day a month just because of bigger shows coming through i'll just say that uh, adam schulte does a really good job of putting it on like it's really funny because he looks kind of intimidating because um, you know adam at all uh, no but the name i was gonna say that sounds really familiar <laughs> He's like basically a hardcore kid that's also super Jewish <laughs> and, like, and tattooed. So like when you see him, like I think it was the first uh, comedy you know, after the pandemic. I saw him. He's wearing like a hoodie with the hood open, like his mask on. He had like he's got gym shorts on or something with like his leg tattoos and some New Balance. And I was like, 
But yeah, man, cool. I'm gonna have to come by there, check it out sometime. Cause uh, like I said, someone reached out to us and said, hey, you need to promote that because that's something that radio does and that's cool. I've never uh, actually gone on a stage and, and on a mic and done any sort of comedy, but I like to think I'm funny sometimes. So, uh, you know, like I said, one night I'm gonna come up there. Hopefully you're, you're up there too and you can make me uh, see me make a fool of myself on stage. Yeah, we ended up doing uh, sound for it pretty much all in June and July. I think we have yeah, Parker probably tag team off a little bit on that. Shout out to Logan because he's just the best. Logan, just yeah. the best. What's his last name? Galloway. Logan, just the best Galloway. <laughs> I give you some love. My work wife because like we just see each other so much every show. It's me and Logan pretty much. Brogan. Shows outside of the bar like doing a few shows in Westbury in the summer because some of the bigger bands wanted outdoors for the pandemic reasons. Oh, yeah. So, like, I ended up getting Logan to do sound for most of those as well. It's like, well, okay, I guess where I go, you go. <laughs> nice, yeah. We, uh, so, Sun-Dried Vibes was on the show, uh, couple episodes ago there and they did okay, yeah. they did the quest brewing there and uh, uh zach fowler the lead singer of that band man i knew him back in the day in college like just random random like i said man uh when i called you earlier like just it's been awesome to kind of talk to all these people i haven't talked to in years and all these stories kind of coming back up and i've been blessed to know a lot of really talented artists along the way man um and then you just mentioned the outdoor stuff you know um andrew brown from golden uh golden grove i, I almost said garden grove again damn it um, he he nice talks a lot about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, have you ever gone out and checked out that area before? I still haven't. Um, I know his partner a little bit. Mike he comes out to some of the shows. Oh, cool. Uh, so I saw him at 49 Winchester, you know, another show. Um, it's just, I'm at my bar all the time. I have a three-year-old, so I'm kind of oh, man. too much. I, I, I feel that, man. I got two I boys. Live, I live in like Taylor's area, so. Um, yeah, same here, man. I, you know what? I could probably just we could walkie-talkie this shit next time. I'm in Pebble Creek, where you dude. Dude, that's where I grew up. I, I grew up in Pebble Place, um, oh, but yeah. I'm now I'm I, now I got a condo. Um, I guess I shouldn't say too much more, but yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. not too far from me there. Taylor's yeah, kind of in my stomping. Uh, last or last March, we moved in here right during the pandemic hit and I was like should we even be happy because I don't know if my bar is going to be open or if I will have a job well hey look I I know I think we were all kind of in flux and kind of nervous here but I, I, it's really cool to see that everything finally kind of looking like it, it's kind of supposed to man and feeling like the normal like the old days I mean I I, I bartend over at local Q and it's like you know the volume is picking back up and it's starting to feel like a couple years ago again you know and that's that's cool. And then, like, the music scene, man, I can't wait to get back out and hear some good music and live bands. All right. Well, uh, d is there anything else you kind of wanted to talk about consider, uh, with Radio Room here or um, any sort of events? Think, man, like, thanks for everybody for, like, sticking with us. It's been kind of a crazy year, so we, the uh, support doesn't go unappreciated. Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, I, don't know, I think we're just three dudes trying to do the best we can. And then, uh, it's kind of funny because there's never, like, on a music venue 101 even if there were those books available they would have to revise all of them after last year like everybody's starting over basically so well it's just a weird um, business model too because like so in order, especially in south carolina because you have to in order to serve alcohol in south carolina most places 
you have to serve food. Right. So you have to have a bar, restaurants, and you also, if you want to do music, you have a music program. And all three of those things kind of need to complement each other, or at least live in the same world and kind of make sense. So it's kind of just a very atypical business model. So people are like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. I could own a music venue. And then you see a lot of them kind of go by the wayside because it's just a little bit more complicated than it looks on the outside. Right. It, I mean, you, you see all the fun and the drinks and food and tunes, but there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Like, luckily, you know, my partners, I mean, are just amazing. Uh, for anybody doesn't know, my partners are David Ragab and Jeff Canada. And one of the reasons why I'm able to do what I do as far as booking and promotions and social media and all that stuff is that, you know, David does most of the front of house stuff and Jeff does all the accounting and some of the kitchen stuff. So it kind of really frees me up to do well at my job. And, like, there's definitely overlap on other things, but same time i'm not usually going to restaurant depots stock the kitchen most days right like you guys have your designated uh, you know divided tasks and it all works and and you guys kind of uh, attack different parts of the business and it's a good blend of skills and talent right i mean i, I i've had the pleasure oh, yeah. of meeting david a few times um m- probably mostly in the old smoky radio room days but uh oh, yeah. he, he would probably at least remember my my weird half korean face um there's a lot of kind of different avenues we're, we're going through, but, uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming on short notice here, man. No problem, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. And if you ever need someone just to drop in and talk about local music, I'm that guy because I love to talk about this stuff all the time. Oh, yeah, awesome. And uh, we'll, we'll be in touch, buddy, and uh, and we appreciate that you coming on. And like we talked about a little bit earlier, maybe we'll get Rob Dixon to do a little cameo appearance and, and tell some inappropriate jokes sometime soon. Um, don't feed the trolls, man. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the name. That'll be the title of that episode if he's on. It's gonna be "Don't <laughs> yeah. Feed the Trolls," like for real. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. All right, thanks, Wes. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, bye. Another solid uh, interview there with with one of the best venues in the in the area that and has been around for quite a while. So, uh, so that's that's a good interview to get in here earlier. And oops, sorry, that's my phone. I hope the quality of the audio was good for you guys, by the way, because that's a that's a new phone I got. I'm, I'm excited. I finally got a new phone after eight years. The old one was so bad. I, all right, I'm not going to talk to myself right now. I'll wait for Johnny to talk about the phone if you gave a shit. All right, we'll wrap this up and be back. <clears throat> all right, it is the schedule time, Johnny. Do you want to start us off with Mondays, or do you want me to start? I don't care. Mondays are easy. It's open mic everywhere. It is. It is. You're right. So. Uh, All right. Yeah. Monday. Monday night. Uh, open mic at Growler House in Fountain Inn, starting at 7:30. Uh, open mic at Carolina what? Barn House. Barn House ales from six to nine. Uh, also open mic at Smiley's at seven. But we do have Big Eyed Rabbit is at Fireforge Crafted Beer from three to five. Big Eyed Rabbit. See, I'm trying to do it with another place. Oh well, that's a name. That's not a thing. But still. Yeah, that's a band name. Right, I just, you know, the magic of Byron House can't be repeated, I don't think. You know, we need to get those guys on because I feel like they're thinking we're making fun of them. We're just, we just like saying your name in a silly way. Like, It is fun. I mean, we're going to get them on and they're going to be like, it's actually Carolina Bauer in the house. Or like, you know, some other shit. Anyway. Like, nah, you've been renamed. Like, sorry, you're rebranded, son. Uh, was that Monday? Okay. That's Monday. So, on to Tuesday. And 
I almost said the name in German, but I did forget. Ich vergessen. It's funny, I remember how to say I forget. <laughs> but not the other stuff. All right. Um, open Jam at Freight Yard. The Jam Night and Open Jam. So at least now it says two different things at the same time. It, it got to be the same it thing. It still has to be the same thing, I guess. But uh, anyway, Open Jam Night, as usual, at the Freight Yard. And then Charles Hedgepath. That's my lease. There he is, Tuesday night at 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wednesday, we got Jamie Wright at the Peace Center Amphitheater from 6 to 9. There'll be uh, live karaoke at Smiley's starting at 8. Uh, Anna Lee Band will be at Harley Davidson in Greenville from uh, starting at 7. Karaoke at Sunny's Grill at 7. And then Spencer Rush at Camperdown Greenville at 5.30. Spencer Rush at Camperdown. Is that the, is that the uh, school? I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know. Wow. Okay. That's that's unusual. But I've never okay. seen a show at Camperdown before. Have you seen Spencer Rush play? Uh, no, actually. He used to play at the Wing and and around the downtown Greenville like all all the time, man. Back uh, back when I was working there before. So that's a name that I used to see, and I remember even looking at in the like papers. I think before, you know, <laughs> you started looking up stuff on the internet. So I mean, he's been playing a long time. Um, cool. Anyway, Thursday, we have live jazz, live yaz at Top Soil Kitchen and Market, 6.30 to 8.30. This is interesting. Um, also Thursday, Fat Lip, spelled P-H-A-T, at Southern Side Brewing Co. Do you think there are some 41 cover band, Johnny? Ooh, that's a cool name. If not, do you want to start one? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all killer, no filler. We'll just we'll just go through that whole album. Just, just one show. It would be fun. Uh, Fat Lip. Yep. Uh, Joe Jones at Smiley's. Go from a very interesting name to a very generic name. Sorry, Joe. Uh, his music's not generic, though. It's beautiful. Uh, X-Cons at Quest Brewing Company. So those guys better be dressed in, like, pinstripes, man. Or orange jumpsuit suits. Yeah. Or wait. Yeah. Who's orange jumpsuit apparatus? What song was that? This red... Jumpsuit. Uh, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm a redneck, so. Hey, you know, we have we have all those roots uh, within. Um, and speaking of randomness, randomonium at Jack and Diane's, I think. Uh, actually, that was like the very first promo we did on the first show, and we had Matt Kachinko. I do remember that. And yeah. I remember that. Nice. It's all coming back. All right. All right, well, kicking off the weekend, Friday night, we got Alice Drive at Growler House, Fountain Inn, uh, 7.30. Uh, Fine Line at Dugout Sports Lounge at 6. Uh, the Jake Bartley Band will be at Commerce Park oh starting at 7. Oh, my goodness. I, thought, I almost thought that said Jake Bentley, bro. I was like, hey, well, he gave up on football and <laughs> turned to music very quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got to check it out. He'll probably be just as disappointing. Uh, but, yeah, no, absolutely would be. Jake Bartley. Probably so more Anyway, Slice Barrow at On the Rail starting at 9. Little Leslie and the Bloodshots. Slice of Brooklyn Pizza Cafe at 5.30. Uh, here's one of those names, dude. Here we go. Ra- Rachel Van Slyke. Oh, you nailed it, bro. That's got to be it. Nice. Got to be it. At Smiley's, 6.30. Funkel is at Smiley's at 10. Oh, that is just fantastic. That is, dude. Funkel. Are they like a funk band, you think? I don't know. I don't know, because it's spelled Funkle with a C. They could go either way with that. Like, you would think with a K, but it's with a C to emphasize the uncle part, which makes it funny to me. Right. Right. Anyway. Oh, wait. Uh, my, go ahead, sorry. My Girl, My Whiskey, and Me at Brewery 85 at 530. That's a great name, uh, Doug, that yeah, is, too. It's a long one, but it's good. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Doug McDonald at Sweet Sippin' at 7. Crybaby at the Radio Room at 8. 
uh, Yacht Rock Revenue will be at Greenville Downtown Airport, which is a cool place to play music. Um, is hold on, I is that? I guess. I mean, yacht. Hold on, Yacht Rock rev- Review or rev- Review? Review. Yeah, ro- Yacht. It's just rock spelled weird. Review. Review. review yeah. It's R E V U E. So. Okay. Well, they're at the Downtown Airport at 7:30. Oh, that's that's. I, I want to see like. Do they just have music there sometimes? Like what? I think they actually cool. roll down the windows and play as they take off. It's a it's a Hell fucking crazy risky show. And like at Hell least a an instrument is lost every time. But uh, anyway, you need like any money. Like I got two tickets to <laughs> just like flying away. Oh my gosh! Actually, yeah, that would be badass. And you know what's weird is it's yacht rock review at Greenville Airport. At airport. <laughs> like pick a pick a transportation method, guys. We're getting there by car. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe a tour bus. <laughs> Featuring <laughs> chopper tours to the Yacht Rock Review at Greenville. All right, anyway. At Harley Davidson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Steve White. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all right, we got uh, – here's another oh, name. here we go. Here's another name. Robbie Hayde. Robbie Hayde. Hyde. 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 Yeah. We, okay, Don't you know worry. what? Good. All right, I'll let you actually finish one sentence. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, he's oh, going to be at... Uh, that was the opportunity. I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to snip a, sink of wa- uh, a drink of water in there. <laughs> anyway, he's at uh, 1885 Tap Room, starting at 630. I got one more, dude. Randomonium at Red Horse Inn, 3 to 5 p.m. All right, and what I was going to say about there with the Robbie Haiti thing, we can probably get the confirmation on how to pronounce his name because 1885 Tap Room, that's the new, uh, the new venue or the new restaurant bar venue in Simpsonville, downtown Simpsonville, 1885. Uh, one of my buddies just opened that, Jamie. Um, I actually worked with him, uh, for him at, uh, at a previous bar in the area. And, um, dude, I'm excited, man, because he's a good dude and he's a good businessman and he's been in this industry for a long time he, he's owned successful bars up in new york and stuff and this looks like a really cool classy joint so me and you need to go check cool. it out sometime soon we sure do get them on the show yeah, as well i, I mean i, I oh, yeah. he's, he's obviously me been in contact about it so we're planning that out too nice well, we got saturday all right so saturday we got chalwa at quest brewing company uh that's at 4 p.m and then Drew and Laura Horton at Smiley's at 6:30. Those are the uh, that's the couple there that uh, fronts Sound Committee. So I remember Mike Fraser talking to us about that. Um, Randomonium yet again. There they are at Smiley's at 10. Her Pilots at Radio Room at 8. Houndmouth at <laughs> Houndmouth at Greenville Downtown Airport. And that's at 7.30. And then the West End String Band at Poor Tap Room, and that starts at 8. Nice. And then there's just a rest day on Sunday, I guess. Oh, there's nothing on Sunday. There isn't. I was yeah, going to say, hold on. Did I accidentally chilling. read s- Sunday? Because I don't see anything after this until nope. Monday. But nope. uh, there's nothing nothing going on Sunday. I'm sure there are, but, okay. you know. Um, yeah, no. Uh, if, if there's anything else, uh, I guess people can – send it our way but i mean we can always post stuff on our social media accounts too y'all if there's something like uh, impromptu like I, we noticed that uh edwin mccain kind of did a last minute show this last week at smiley's um and stuff like that if you like you guys hear stuff like coming up whatever we can do a little blurb and post something to notify you guys stuff like that too but uh mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> i guess that is it for the schedule this week uh have we looked at this day in music because Oh, 
If not, why don't we go ahead and pull up the uh, – I wanted to, to go ahead and, and at least say the winners of the main categories at the AMAs this year. The Or, excuse me, UMAs. UMAs. Sorry, I'm trying to escalate the show too quickly. Uh, <laughs> the Upstate Music Awards. Um, it's the second annual one. We had Mike Frazier on the second episode there, and he talked about how he was up for the 864 Award. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I did notice – Unfortunately for him that he did not win it, but uh, I'm sure the person who did was well-deserved. So, Johnny, I was going to kind of pull those up. Yeah, the person that won the A64 award is Glenn I'm, I'm Zeigler. I hope I'm saying that you right. You know why I think I know how to pronounce this one? It's because I had a doctor named Zeger. It's almost Zie- Zeger. Ziegler. Is, is, it, is it Ziegler? Okay, Ziegler. Okay. Well, anyway, he's the one that kind of heads up the uh, the Albino Skunk Music Festival. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, he won 864 award. Uh, let's see. Artist of the Year, Moody Black. Uh, he's a kind of hip-hop guy. Okay. One Artist of the Year. Uh, best Album was, uh, I guess they just say Glass, but it has a little accent on the A. I don't know if it's Gloss. Gloss. <laughs> they won uh, album, album of the Year. Or, I'm sorry, Artist of the Year. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Album of the Year. Album of the Year. Artist of the Year was uh, Moody Black. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Do you want to do Best Album Art, oh, Visual me. Design? Um, I actually, um, you can you can go ahead and say all the uh, the winners here because this is hilarious. I the first several results, I was like, this doesn't look right. It's <laughs> the UMAs are also the University of Maine at Augusta Awards, the United Methodist Association, the Urban Music yeah. Awards, the Utah Manufacturers Association. That's the one I really want to get dive into, and the University Managers Association. So they're all, I'm sure, great. <laughs> great award ceremonies but uh i clearly can't find this as quickly as you if you want to go ahead and oh the uma thurman award excuse me those the w- uma thurman <laughs> oh wait that's awards. uta uti oh sorry oh this geez is what are you looking up sorry i don't know dude <laughs> like please continue let me stop talking all right well let's see uh i, I hope i'm saying this right the best um album art went to alpine glow i guess that's how you say it. it's kind of abbreviated uh alpine glow creative okay for the good ship uh by finding freedom um, let's see. Best collab was DJ Swale, I guess. Her song featuring Max Good and L.A. Kinsey. Okay. Uh, let's see. Best EP was Status 206 for Overflowing. Overflowing. Uh, best music, yeah. Best music video, Tommy Blaze 336 for What You Need, directed oh, by need. Eric Images. Image and yeah. Heap. Oh, what you say? Uh huh. <laughs> Best, uh, oh yeah, that's, yep, I did that. Uh, let's see, best new artist was Barrel. Barrel. Barrel, yeah, what do they do? Oh. Uh. Oh. Burrell, excuse me. Oh, it's like, Burrell. it's like Farrell and Pharrell. Yeah, Burrell, singer-songwriter uh, slash rapper, producer from Greenville. Uh, let's see. Uh yeah, just uh. I think those were probably the main ones there, right? Did did you do the eight six four award yet? Oh, I was just reading about uh Burrell. I was gonna. Oh, Pharrell. Yeah, Pharrell. <laughs> uh, let's see. Did I? That was best new artist, right? So best single was Shylin Flowers for eighty five. Hey, one of our and... buddies was up for one of these. Mm-hmm. I think he had, he was up for video of the year, Kirby Bright. Um. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. I noticed I, the. I didn't... Uh, uh gosh, what was the name of the song? The cloud that I'm on, I believe it was called. Um, that's a oh, catchy. Okay. That's a catchy tune, man. He, he makes some. Yeah, good, he saw, makes some good music. He really does. I saw him at. Uh, they did um, like a music festival at the Golden Grove, and he w- he was there. Oh, cool. And, uh, 
Yeah, it killed it. It was great. Nice. Uh, let's see. Best solo artist was Grid. Grid. Um, oh, and best studio producer slash engineer. I actually know the guy, Shane Nelson. Um, yeah, he uh, went to North Greenville. Um, he's done a lot of work with uh, like New Spring Church, Charlie Bachago, uh, Kylie Odetta. Um, okay. Different people. Um, he's. Uh, I think. I believe his studio is off of Woodruff Road. I do believe. Um, so yeah. Word. Good dude. Great up and coming producer. So he's also a drummer. Nice. Yeah. So oh. congratulations, Shane. I'm proud of you, buddy. <laughs> there, there you go. Oh, and look, um, best new podcast, the Upstate Music Mind podcast. Thank you, guys. Oh, boom! Thank you. <laughs> Maybe they should. Uh, <laughs> they should make a. They should make a. Uh, you know, a category for that because we would win. I. You know. Thank. Thank goodness. Um, because you know, and and with all due respect, to if there's other kind of podcasts in the area we're not familiar uh, with, that that's our own fault. But uh, it, I, we feel you know we feel blessed to have relationships with a lot of these places and venues and everything so far um, already. But the fact that like we're we're pretty easily being able to get in contact with some of the heavy hitters right out of the gate, and uh, everybody's been so receptive and and uh, and responsive and and appreciative of everything that you know. Uh, going on that we're doing and and we can't reciprocate that enough man i can't even i'm trying to say sat words right now if you can't tell like uh i just want you guys to take me seriously because like we really appreciate the the outreach and the response and and everything because uh you know it's been fun and um you know everybody that we've basically wanted on has come on right away and uh you know we have like all the legit things in the local music scene kind of coming together on the show and and we're really excited to see kind of where it can go from here man yeah, the only reason I said we would win is because I legitimately thought we were probably the only one. <laughs> and yes, that's that is the very that's a better Johnny Keys version there. I did the long-winded yeah. Yeah. version as I normally do. Oh, uh this day in music? We're going to do that? Yes, 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 yes. All right, Johnny, the birthday on May 31st uh, on this day in 1948. It was English drummer John Bonham from Led Zeppelin. Johnny Bonham. Yes, sir. I believe Dr. Lovebeats uh, had him help uh, record one of those songs, right? Is his buddy uh, John Bonham? Yeah. Durham Bonham. That's what you said on like the that. first episode. Yes, yes. I'm just trying to make sure people have to think about the bad jokes from all episodes <laughs> because they will. If you're going to be confused, you should at least understand why you're confused. Uh, anyway, yes. The legendary drummer from Led Zeppelin. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, John Bonham. Mm. But also today, uh, The Who made it into the Guinness Book of World Records for the loudest performance by a rock band at 120 decibels. Wow. Guinness yeah. Book of World Records. I always wanted to get in the Guinness Book, Johnny. Did you ever try well, to do yeah, anything I as mean, a kid? Uh, no, honestly, no. Literally? Um, and this is funny, that because uh, I thought about I saw an article like a month or so ago. Um I was determined, me and my buddies, to set the pogo stick record because I was like, we are damn good at this, guys. Like, we're, we're going like a hundred or a couple hundred every time we're on this thing. Let's go for the record. And I think I did literally like 900 or something. And then we went and checked to see how close I was. And it was like, you know, 80,000 jumps or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. But now I saw, I, I think they like, it's like trademarks or copyrights. I think the Guinness records, like, you have to like refresh them every 10 years or some shit. Because now I think I saw some kid did like 1,700 or something. I'm like, I could do that right now. (laughs) 
Anyway. Oh, so they reset them? I guess. That's, I don't know. That's not right. Or maybe maybe right. maybe now they like break it down in subcategories like by age or country or something. Maybe that's maybe that's what it was. Yeah. You remember when uh Rob Deirdrick like beat a bunch of them? He like he got like 18 of them or something like that, something ridiculous. He ate a bunch of what? No, he got a bunch of Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, I thought you said he ate. No, like he ate. Well, I, I, you know what? I don't think there was any eating challenges on there that he did, but it was mostly like skateboard and stuff. But then some of it was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, well, and you have resources for like a like a party prankster <laughs> stunt show. You know, I'm sure you could do some crazy yeah. stuff. I mean, right. to be fair, if you or I ate a book of Guinness records, we probably would set the Guinness record for one book for how many eaten. I, I doubt how many anybody's times eaten the Guinness one yet. Book of World Records has been eaten. I mean, if we we're gonna get anybody to do it, it'd probably be Brandon who eats the Life Game Board. So. Oh uh, yeah, he's used to the cardboard. Right. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. Good deal, bro. I think that uh, that will wrap up our this day in music and birthday here. Um. I th- well, of course, it is Memorial Day, so we did want to say, you know, uh, obviously we want to recognize anybody who's ever served in the military or is currently serving. Um. You know, we appreciate the sacrifices, appreciate everything that they do for us. So we absolutely. Can, enjoy freedoms like you know be able to sit here and talk about music and and you know do this podcast so we we just wanted to take a you know take a moment and um you know acknowledge those people absolutely have the utmost respect and adoration for for all of them and appreciation so thank you guys very much yes um all right well johnny another uh, yeah. another solid show here um yeah good stuff i mean you know uh these two guys or these two um venue gosh i'm an idiot (laughs) 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 these two guests uh you know had a history and it just kind of made sense to uh put them together and um they have some other news coming out soon which i'll probably leave for a future show date but i'm glad we got them on and uh are there any other closing thoughts for you or for the folks man man nah, just you know keep listening uh we we do you know um, watch our you know downloads and, and different you know reach on Facebook and stuff like that. So we are noticing obviously that uh, we're growing. So man, we just appreciate it. Keep sharing us, keep listening, keep coming back, and we'll keep doing this thing. Yeah, and uh, you know, I like just to touch on that. I mean, since he brought it up, I mean, we're now at uh, you know at the time of this recording, thirty nine thousand reach. Um, so I mean, I, I would assume by the time this airs on Monday, which by the time you're listening to this it's going to be about 40k if not higher and that's that's great guys we, we broke our shattered our download record with the last episode oh, yeah and uh and it's kind of crazy man you know I, I did a little post on our facebook about it but uh one of our our number like three two or third uh fan base across the board from all the episodes is dublin ireland yeah and it's like it's Irish legit team. it's not like a weird like glitch or like you know no, we have 85 downloads from, from there. Well, from Europe, but I'm, I'm guessing that all of it is from Ireland. Oh, well, no, no, they're not, because we actually have... Oh, they're not. Yeah, dude, we got Spain, Germany, uh, France. There's somebody in Clichy, Cliché, France, that has listened to, like, every episode. And oh, so, wow. bonjour to, to that person. Yeah. Uh, Comment allez-vous? Or is that... Hold on, is that... That's... that's is that... Um, how are you? Yes. And uh, je m'appelle Ryan Stearns. <laughs> Just say Jean Mappel and then your name. Yeah. Jonathan. My name is Ryan Stanley. Hi. My name is. Uh, au revoir, which is 
goodbye. Good, goodbye. Yeah. And there you go. So, um, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so uh, we're extremely thankful for all you guys tuning in and listening. We're going to hopefully keep these numbers growing and uh, and keep the flow, sh- the, the flow showing is what I almost said. And that's why you don't rap, right? Um, but no, we, we really appreciate it. And uh, dude, oh, that, oh, of course, now I remember the big thing we're going to announce. Hmm. This is time. Everybody, is time. it is officially launching day of our website. Mm. Johnny, tell them the address. It is umpod.com. U-M-M-P-O-D. P-O-D. Dot com. Dot. <laughs> C-O-M. Yes, umpod.com. That is probably the easiest way to remember it instead of typing out the whole Upstate Music Mind. Umpod, that is kind of our tagline. That is going to be something uh, in the near future as well that you're going to want to remember. Um, just keep that in mind. That's kind of a little teaser there. Um, little teasers. Like little, little Caesars. Little, like Little Caesars. But it's uh, a slice of pie. Umpod, umpod. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so umpod.com, U-M-M-P-O-D.com. You can check out uh, the information we have for you on that episode of the week and of the previous episode. The archive is available there. You can listen to all of them, and it, you can find your favorite uh, artist, show, venue, and you know, tune in whenever you whenever you like on our new uh, our new interface there. Yeah, for sure. And of course, you can always drop a line at upstatemusicmine at gmail.com. That is Upstate Music Mine at gmail.com I have noticed that people do a couple of times have uh, heard mind with a D but it is Upstate Music Mind with an E Mm -hmm. keep that in mind oh no that's a bad way to try to remember that That, because it's mind yep you're right that's mind right so hey just remember this podcast is not yours that's what you tell people it's mine (laughs) (laughs) alright that sucked anyway um, all right. (laughs) We're signing off. We will see you guys next week. Literally. Literally. Orange juice is bright, bright, bright.